Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Finally, it hasn't rained yet. Um, the Queenship of Mary. What a beautiful feast day we get to celebrate today. The day that Our Lady is taken up into heaven and, uh, and crowned as Queen of Heaven and Earth. And I loved how the opening prayer in the Mass today said, you know, that she is the Queen and she's our Queen. Mary is our Queen. Personally, your Queen. My queen. What does that mean? That's an odd thing. We don't have kings and queens in, in America, right? We have president and first lady. Uh, kings and queens are very much a, rooted deeply in the Old Testament, right? You always have the, the great kings of the Old Testament, and of the greatest of the kings was King David. And it's interesting to see that the role of the queen mother in the Old Testament, right? If you're going to have a king, you've got to have a queen. That's just the way it goes, right? And in this passage, we clearly see that Jesus is set up in the line of King David, and he will have a throne and a kingdom that is everlasting. So if Jesus, we have no problem calling Jesus the King of Kings, and that he has a heavenly kingdom. But if he's going to be a queen, then there's, if he's going to be a king, then there has to be a queen. Okay? So we've got to get that straight. No kingdom is reigned without a king and a queen. So in the Old Testament, there was a, a famous story of Bathsheba, right? Bathsheba was the queen, the wife of King David. And it's interesting to note what happens whenever Bathsheba comes into David's presence. She bows down to David. And she even calls David, my lord, right? My master. And that was the way that she was with, that was the way the queen was with the king, <clears throat> she always bowed down to the king, and she had to ask permission to go talk to her husband. How interesting is that? But then whenever you see Solomon, David dies, and you see his son rise up, you see King Solomon come up into the throne. The queen's position changes. Now is the queen mother who reigns. And whenever she walks into the room, King Solomon stands up and bows down to her. And she doesn't stand in his presence, she sits on a throne, right? Now that's just the way that the Old Testament was. So the queen mother reigned in a very, very powerful way in the Old Testament. And anything, this is a Jewish law, anything that the queen mother would ask of her son, the king, he could not refuse it. He couldn't. It was Jewish law. Right? So this is really interesting. The queen mother was super powerful, but she always had her ear to the people. That's why he knew that he couldn't refuse her, because she was always asking for the good of the people. And so whenever she would ask something, King Solomon, even in that situation, he had to give it to her. So now you fast forward to Our Lady. Right? A couple of things with Our Lady's queenship. The First of all, the angel himself, Gabriel, speaks to her as a queen. He says, hail full of grace, right? That title, hail, is a, is, a, is a royal title, hail Caesar, right? So hail full of grace. So that full of grace is Mary's queenly title. So the angel is the first one who tells her she's a queen by the way that he speaks to her. And he says she's deeply disturbed at this greeting, right? He didn't say she's deeply disturbed that an angel appeared to her. I'd be freaked out if an angel appeared to me. She was disturbed at the greeting because he greeted her like a queen, hell full of grace. And then you fast forward through Mary's life, and now we're at the time of the first wedding feast at Cana, the first uh, 
miracle that Jesus performed? Notice what happens in there. Mary is really standing as queen mother with Jesus as king. Because she asks, she tells him, son, they have no more wine. And Jesus says, mother, what woman, what concern of this is yours and mine? My hour hasn't come. Jesus is not supposed to perform a miracle at all. From the beginning of time. This wasn't supposed to happen. But because she's queen mother, she's asking for the good of the little couple. How embarrassing would that be if you ran out of wine on day three of your five-day wedding? Right? She's looking out for the little couple. He knows that. And so what does Jesus do? He's obedient to her. He does what she's asking. Right? He performs his first miracle. So we see these innuendos, these images of Our Lady of Queen Mother scattered throughout the scriptures. And so we see Our Lady also, whenever she's taken up into heaven, she's, she's crowned as Queen of Heaven and Earth. She's given the fullness of her title, Full of Grace. She brings this ecstatic joy into heaven as Jesus comes to receive her body and soul up into heaven as the angels accompany them. What an incredible moment this must have been. The queenship of Our Lady in Heaven, right? And so we're invited to share that queenship. Jesus was so excited, so honored to be able to crown His mother for all that she had done. And so we're invited also to ask Our Lady to be like Jesus, to crown Mary as queen of our hearts, queen of our families. As Scripture says, Jesus was obedient to her. Very clearly says that. So the Son of God could be obedient to the what Mary asks of him, so can we. Right? We want to be like Jesus? Well, there we go. We have to be obedient to Our Lady. And we can do that whenever she is in our own hearts, queen of our life. And so we can talk to her, ask her, Mary, what do you want me to do here? Now, she's always going to point you to her son, don't get me wrong. But she'll make it clear. You know, Mom will always make it clear what she wants us to do. Amen?